Pinot. Love that tenacious beat. Zero two on the old iMac. Mix master jams. Hip hop genre and R&B. I'm your host, Mike Vandenberg. Welcome to Teacher to be Fearless. Episode number four. I am joined today by three wonderful, wonderful women uh, associated with the Team Red Go Training Center. Amber Razor Schick is back in the co-pilot's chair, uh, bringing a lot of wisdom on the show today, as you'll see. Um, I'm not sure if she actually contributed, but she was here and she looks good in our pictures, but she brings her own perspective, and I love having her on the broadcast, podcast. Isn't that weird that you call it a broadcast and a podcast? They're the same thing. But we're not really broadcasting, we're recording. So I guess technically we should just call it with a recording a podcast, which seems about right. Anyways, the other two wonderful women on our panel today is... Get Fit with Britt, Britt McNiven, who uh, is uh, still at the gym with us here on her way to California starting next week. So if she's listening to this while she's traveling, have a safe trip. We'll see you when you get back because I'm sure you're going to come back to wonderful Saskatchewan. Who who wouldn't want to live in Saskatchewan instead of California? Uh, And then... Mandy Barco, who uh, Mandy was a client of mine and has bigger arms than I ever will dream to have. One strong chick um, and uh, very dedicated to her sport of kettlebell. Uh, Wonderful trainer here at the gym. And both of these women are growing into uh, their own as far as uh, being coaches and uh, drumming up their own businesses. So it's uh, it's been great. It's been a pleasure to have them on. Um, As you'll see... um, Today they pick on me quite a bit. Apparently they told me that beards have fecal matter in them, which I don't believe because I was thinking about this. And then wouldn't everybody's hair have fecal matter in it? So what's the difference if it's a beard or someone's hair? If fecal matter can get into a beard, they can get into hair. That was just something that Razor contributed to it. Uh, Britt called me fantastically, fantastically fat. Um, so... I got that going for me. Uh, Mandy uh, will not hug unless first engaged into a hug. So lots of good things, lots of insights along the way. You got to weed through it, but there was some good stuff in there today if you listen. Uh, But one thing we did have is a real fun time. And um, I think you'll get to see the insight of uh, how Team Red Goat works. Um, we we do have a good time here, and we push our clients, and we have fun with our clients, but uh, at the same time, uh, we want to enjoy ourselves when we come to work every day. And who knows? Rumor has it, Mandy wears jeans, and so does Britt. Did not know that. Never seen them wear jeans in my life. Anyways, have a good listen to the show. We'll talk to you on the back side. Welcome to the show, uh, joined by Get Fit with Britt, who's just coming off an injury, so it's good that she's back here. She banged her <laughs> knee today and apparently needs an ambulance. Razor joins us back in the studio. Welcome back, Razor. Hey. <laughs> and that's why you get paid the big bucks. Yeah. You throw it in there like that. And Mandy Barco is with us, so I'm excited because these two ladies are trainers at... 
Team Red Go Training Center, and uh, Mandy was a client of mine. Um, Britt uh, just showed up one day and hasn't left. <laughs> um, but do you see, Razor, how <clears throat> like Mandy was a client, and then she kind of progressed and then went out on her own and stuff, and me and you are still together. Yeah, that's not my life. <laughs> Apparently not. All right, ladies, i um, going to put you right to work here. So who wants to start? Mandy? Yeah, Mandy oh, was begging. Say Brit, sure. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Mandy, just uh, give our uh, 39 viewers at home. That was a record high last week, by the way. And uh, I just want to say that this segment is brought to you by the Red Goat Express. They don't pay us, but I'm just starting to put sponsors in. Nice. So, yeah. So uh, yeah, so I'm gonna put the name out there. Who Red runs Goat the Express. Red Goat Express? <clears throat> a hell of a guy. He's one like he's really a nice guy. <laughs> Can't find anybody to uh, else to drive it. <laughs> Anyways, Mandy, uh, share with us. Um, first of all, I met you four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. You moved here from Medicine Hat, and uh, and we worked together for a while, and then uh, I just saw you uh, evolving into a coach, and now you're kind of out on your own and doing a good thing. But give us a little bit of your uh, fitness journey. Um, well, I guess before I started with you, I had another trainer in Medicine Hat, so I'd been doing um, personal training, a lot of hard-style kettlebells for a couple years. Um, really enjoyed it, so I started in classes and then evolved from twice a week to five days a week. Now I'm six days a week. <laughs> <laughs> now she's nonstop. Now I yeah. don't rest. <laughs> um, and then I've progressed from doing um, personal training as a career, as you kind of Drop that into my lap, and it's worked out really well. And I'm you were best job ever. You yeah, it's, it. I, yeah, I can't complain at all. Um, so I do personal training, and then I like to do competitive kettlebell lifting on the side just to. Keep was, was there busy. any was there any reason you got into uh, fitness? Like I know you had a baby, and you in the group of Medicine Hat, you guys were kind of you were with uh, Temple Fitness there, and uh, you did some stuff, and then started into kettlebells and you guys moved over here but was there any particular reason you got into fitness um not particular off the start it was just a friend recommended so you know word of mouth you go in you try um a class i played volleyball throughout high school so it was fairly competitive but it obviously taken time off with having a kid and got back into it and realized how much i enjoyed being competitive so i just Kind of took off from there. <laughs> when did you discover your biceps were bigger than your husband's? <laughs> we met in October. <laughs> so a week after that. <laughs> he is Tyson is the complete opposite of working out six days a week. <laughs> That'd be zero. Does he work out at all? No. He did. Uh, he came to he the beast one time, so he watches it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. He came to the Beast one time, and you had to stop at Walmart to grab him some shoes before. Yeah, he did come to the Beast one time. <laughs> and he came to Kettlebells through? once. Yeah, yeah, he's tried, but it's not. <laughs> he can't him. keep up with my biceps. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't continue. Well, it's always good to have someone around the house that can open up jars. Yeah, and lift yeah. washers up the stairs. <laughs> How often does he come to you to open stuff up and lift stuff? <laughs> uh, he can go to Vienna now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vienna's at the gym six days a week. Yeah, Get fit with Britt. What's your journey? Uh, well, I started going to TRX at the Y, and then I started... You're not supposed to say I know, the gym I, name. Sorry, sorry, a gym. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, a non-gym. Yeah. Can't and then keep I did, saying the Y. 
and then I did boxing and boxing came to Red Goat and that's how I ended up at Red Goat and uh I, I started you did boxing yeah I did and I I did like classes all the time when we were downtown we had yeah. boxing classes yeah and TRX classes and TRX then I moved classes. to Red Goat yeah um and I guess I kind of never left that's when that's when we that's when we did a lot of the same things as other people where we had classes and now we don't. Now we now we do more weightlifting stuff. We've kind of got away from the class world. But at one time we had TRX, yeah. we had boxing, we did we all did those that, things. Yeah. And now we don't. Yeah, and, even before my time. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't remember. It didn't take us TRX. long to get rid of it. And then I met Mandy and Mandy was doing kettlebells and so I thought, well, I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> and so I did. And so I did kettlebells for like two years. Yeah, pretty close. And then I went into kettlebell retirement for a bit. <laughs> and <laughs> I got some knee surgery, and now I just love to work out. So that was a legitimate injury, the knee surgery, but today's injury wasn't a legitimate It was very injury. serious. I thought I was going to have to go to the emergency, but Mike informed me I had to be at this podcast. So Yeah, you know, she up. was trying to get out of the podcast by banging her knee against a <laughs> weight rack, and that's just a common occurrence. It's so funny how people, like, they start at the gym and they're like, oh, I'm going to try kettlebells. Oh, that looks so fun. I'm like, uh, no. You start at the gym and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Five years, and I've never been like, no, I don't want to try kettlebells. You won't nope. train with And you don't want else. to become a trainer now. <laughs> no. Can you imagine me training people? No. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like the it nap trainer. Crazy. I don't think people can even imagine that you train yourself. And that, really, I don't. it's not. Yeah, it's, we hang out. <laughs> but it's good. We have a podcast now. Yeah. Um, okay, so I part of this uh thing with uh with teacher to be fearless i guess i gotta throw the name out there it's called teacher to be fearless is this podcast this is episode four four yeah that's unbelievable we're up to 39 listeners well we'll get to double digits yeah someday <laughs> and also it's bought brought together by the daily three this segment is brought to you by the daily three i thought it was brought oh, by the red goat express that that oh. was but this is a new segment now so it's called by the daily three so the, you know what the daily three is yeah, I'm aware. Okay, can you can you say can you oh, say it for the customer? I don't know if I know enough to explain it, but there's three exercises. Yeah, and you do them. Yep. <laughs> daily. Wow, she sold the <laughs> shit out of that. There's, one. there's three new exercises each day. Yeah, and well, got, three combinations. I got fired as your video person. Because you told us you were moving. I can't wait around. I can't wait around for people. You know, not with I mean? something as important as the daily. You never <laughs> even asked me to be in one of the videos. <laughs> I don't even know where I'd go on that one because I have to do what? Yeah, yeah. Like Brit's difficult enough. Now Jen's doing them. She's difficult. Um, it might be the director, really. One time, it's never the director. The, one time you did the videos. Yes, and, and she shot like, them. He was gassed. Yeah, yeah. She shot videos of me. You doing were the only bandits. doing band work. Yeah. Well, fuck that. Like, yeah, but you did nine hundred of them in a row. It was tough. <laughs> I'm glad no one caught our race. So okay, the race. Let's let's just recap the race. I beat Britt in a twenty meter dash. It wasn't even close. We're cheating, but whatever. Okay, it's back stubborn. on track. So <laughs> I didn't cheat. Um, so bringing you guys on was uh, part of the thing because I want to talk about how um, you know we inspire people to work out, and now you guys are on the other side of it, and you're not just doing it. So you have a different perspective. We've heard some great stories over the last few weeks, and. Now I kind of want to go the other way 
whereas um, you know you guys have got into the gym and started training and getting your own clients so I want to ask you those kind of uh, those kind of perspectives so what uh, was your first kind of thoughts when you got into coaching Hmm. Um, I think for me, um, just because not only do you see a big change, um, physically, um, you see a lot of change in your, um, I don't know, stress levels for me, especially being a young mom, the days I went to the gym, I felt a lot better. My patience was better. Um, just to get extra energy out for the day to keep going. Um, so I think that was something that I wanted to bring to a lot of clients, just to have them learn to enjoy it, that it's not just a physical benefit, that you can um, just be in a better mood after you leave. Um, and I've heard that from a lot of, especially female clients, that that's a big perk for them. Yeah. And, and for you, your daughter's a mute, so it's, it's stressful. <laughs> not to me. <laughs> She's talked to, to you three times. Uh, almost five years. Disclaimer, almost five years, and Vienna has never said a word to me. <laughs> And you try really hard. You I, speak to her I in have, French. I have conversations <laughs> with her. I speak to her in French. I sometimes answer for her. <laughs> I've threatened to say that if you don't talk to me, you that means you like me. But uh, she like hisses at you like a cat. Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> she's past that. Uh, she's past the growling. I think I don't know. I don't. I, I think See, what, I needed the stress release. <laughs> I, I think what happens is Mandy goes home and tells Tyson that I'm an ass, and then she hears it, and then she carries it over. <laughs> she didn't talk to me for the longest time, and then last summer I caught her a frog outside. Why oh were you yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there were big frogs outside. I don't know why, but because that's how she made her money when she worked for the That's what my job was catching frogs. And after outside. Left and we got magic. Yeah. Well, that's that's why we got magic. Yeah, that's that's why we frog magic, yeah. for the cat. Didn't Ma- work. Magic does more work than ever. <laughs> no, that's not true. Amber's good. Britt, uh, what about you? What's uh, when you got into coaching? Why and how come? And how do you feel about it? Because um, you're fairly new to the game. I am fairly new. Yes, I. I found that a lot of people are scared of gyms, like intimidated. And um, for me, a lot of the people are like, I just do something at home and it's good. And so I just want, like, I used to be scared to go and even just wonder what people would think. And I wanted to help people get out of their comfort zone and see that it wasn't that scary. Um, And I wanted to show people that it can be fun. It can be enjoyable. It's not always fun, but... um, it's something that I love to do, and I want to share with other people. So. Now, you, you're a little different because, like, when I met Mandy, we went right into weightlifting. Um, so she was already on that path, so that was cool. But you were a frou-frou uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was. Person. I hated strength. I was like, oh, strength. I always just felt if you – the more cardio did, you did, the harder you were working or the more sweat. I, I don't really know what I thought, but I was like, weightlifting is – I just didn't really enjoy it, and then yeah. coming. But now you here, got into it. I love it. I don't really like cardio as much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell because I beat you in that race. Yes. But, <laughs> um, but man, you've always been into the weightlifting, right? Because we talked even when before you did kettlebells, we talked about maybe getting you ready to do some sort of weightlifting um, competition just to train for something. No, most of the strength really came from you, because I mean, when I was at um, my previous gym. Um, we did a little bit of strength with kettlebells, but not 
too much barbell work because oh, the okay. trainer I had there wasn't, um, it wasn't really his forte. There was another guy I worked with the odd time, but most of it started with you and it, I mean, I knew I liked strength, but not yeah. heavy squats or deadlifts like we did. Yeah. So I progressed yeah. into it and it's, yeah. What about, what about, uh, what have you guys found the difference between um, just going to the gym and now you got to try and program and now you got to get clients and now you're running a business? Um, you know, what's your thoughts of that from, oh, I used to go to the gym and enjoy it and now I got to put in all these hours before I actually get to work with clients? And you do a lot more. I don't think people realize that from a coaching's perspective, it takes up a lot more time not being on the floor. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think people realize that whatever X amount of dollars they're paying you is not just for your time. The program is the crucial point of it um, and that you're doing that on your own time. That takes me three or four hours on the weekend on top of what I'm yeah. doing in the gym with clients because it's progressing them, figuring out what strengths or weaknesses, what lifts they need to do. So it's, yeah, it's a lot more work, I think, than people realize. Especially if you want to keep it, like, interesting and different to not do the same thing all of the time. Yeah. I was trying to think of. Well, and doing strength is boring as hell. Like yeah. programming because, so, you know, you got to get your big three in there or whatever, and then you got to make it entertaining as well and mm -hmm. because of, people get bored really easy. Mm -hmm. And you want to balance that between, you know, frou-frou and. But uh, even uh, the women's group that I run, they didn't really like, they, they were almost scared to do strength. Yeah. And now, now that they can do it and they know how to do it, like it's exciting to them yeah. because they see progress, which is the same for me. Yeah, when you get in a gym where you see other people doing it, it's mm -hmm. not scary anymore, I no. think. Uh, but it's funny because there's still that perception that, oh, I'm going to look like a man. Mm -hmm. And that's bizarre to me. Mm -hmm. Right, Razor? Is that what you're scared of? <laughs> are you awake at this point? Yes. <laughs> you guys are talking about coaching stuff. I know nothing about it. You know what annoys coaches, which brings us to our next statement <laughs> brought to us by, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but I did, you know, I do, I do want to talk about my new shoes. They're sables from Inner Strength Products. Very nice. They are nice. They smell brand new because I got them last night. <laughs> and uh, not that Inner Strength Products is paying us, but I'm, I'm going to plug them because maybe they'll give us free stuff. <laughs> you want another pair of shoes. I want another pair of shoes. <laughs> And I put them up here so the dog doesn't chew them. Um, so, where were we talking about? Because it's going into a new segment, and it was just difficult off the clients? difficult clients, right? And that's great. That's that you, my forte. That's your forte. Um, do you wake up, Amber, in the morning and say, "I'm going to make my life miserable when I go to the gym today," or does it just happen naturally? It just happens naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Her comment the other day when she walked in is, can we just lay on the floor for an hour? And I had to say no this time. Usually I'm like, whatever. You're paying if you want to lay on the floor. <laughs> but we're actually trying to get your back back in shape. So you yeah. Do well, work. you're nice to her back, but my knee injuries. You banged it. Get over it. <laughs> I had a real injury. <laughs> See, even Amber so said it. So difficult clients. Have you guys had any? You don't have to give us names, but just say if you've had them. <laughs> you want me to go first? Um, fortunately, I would say I'm fairly lucky. I can only maybe think of two or three that um, are, were tough to motivate, which for me, I know is part of the job, but because I enjoy lifting and working out so much, I, I just enjoy every aspect. I'm that person that likes burpees because I'm crazy. <laughs> so it's always harder for me when I have clients that I find tough to motivate because 
for me to wrap my head around like why don't you want to do this <laughs> but don't don't difficult. you feel like don't you feel here we don't have a lot of clients that and they don't stick around long if they're not motivated exactly. right? right they kind of yeah. weed themselves out and do you get to are you guys starting to get the feel like uh after you talk to someone uh, this is going to be about a one yeah know, one time yeah, occurrence you get the, and bit of a inclination if it's going to work or not i've gotten better at that i've gotten better at just firing them and just saying <laughs> yeah, i've only had to fire one client thankfully so yeah so probably pretty good uh, Fuck, yeah, i did three had... last week oh <laughs> did? i did yeah yeah why you never fire me well because we have you a friendship too. yeah <laughs> yeah and then you it's work easy money yeah and you work you work for me. It's not really easy money because then in the summer when you come back to the office to work, you just I give you back the money you give me. So yeah. it's not like it's kind of like and I just, catch frogs and you catch frogs. Yeah. <laughs> you don't seem like a frog catcher, but I did. I gave one to Nolan or Princess, right? Yeah, to Princess, and then one to Deanna, and I forget what the other one. I think I just left it at the front for the front. So the kids could see. This summer, if you catch any, then we're going to deep fry them. Oh, my. And eat them. We're going to try and eat them. Okay. You'll we'll, try it? No, I'm not. We'll sell them. Deep fried frog legs? That's big in Quebec. On Chinese buffets, they have them all the time. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Britt, different clients for you? Um, I've only had one experience yeah. that wasn't the most positive. But other than that, I've been very lucky. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with if you spend time with them too, right? And sometimes you're going to have difficult clients no matter what. And they're going to move to the next gym or the next trainer. And then they're going to move to the next gym or the next trainer. And then they're going to move to the next gym or the next trainer. And then they're going to run out of those. And they're going to come back. And then they're going to start the cycle all over again. Um, yeah. But I, I've gotten to the point now after this many years that I just, if it's not working, I just fire them. I just, or if I interview them and I don't feel like it's going to be a fit, then I don't take them anymore. Because it's, it's not worth your time. No, like, and sometimes it can be a personality thing, but the one difficult client I had, you, she just wasn't at a point where she was ready to help herself. So yeah. you just can't help somebody who doesn't actually genuinely want to at least make some improvements yeah. in their life. And there is just people like that, unfortunately. Yeah, it's funny because I think that people think they need to go to the gym and they want to go to the gym. And then they get there and they're like, I don't want to do this. And then, but they think if they go to the gym, that two or three hours a week that all of a sudden they're going to get fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even though 168 hours or 166 other hours, they're not doing anything. <laughs> I was just yeah. saying that to someone. Yeah. That's the best. It's the best way to, to uh, lay things out for people. Okay. That's three hours. Now what are you doing for the other 165? Right. right? Um, and that's what my mentor, uh, that's one of the things he taught me, Martin Rooney. So I just want to talk about mentors because <laughs> so Martin is in a magazine. So a couple of years ago, do you know him personally? Yeah, oh. of course. He's pictures in the wall right there, over on the hallway, or downstairs or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure, but it's somewhere. Yeah, I know him personally, man. That's He's not good. Him. No, no, it's not <laughs> him. But he wrote this article. Oh. Um, so two or three years ago, he wrote this article in Mus Muscle and Fitness called the Bruce Lee Workout. So I thought that was funny. Like it was, I bought it because it was Martin, and I read it, and it's a really good article. And he talks about because Martin used to teach a lot of. Um, MMA guys and training for warriors is based on on uh, mixed martial arts conditioning and training. And Martin's, you know, he's gotten uh, guys ready for movies and fights and blah blah the whole bit. So, anyways, that's cool. So then, 
two weeks ago, I was at the store and uh, picked up this celebrity workout secrets. And the exact same article from Martin is in this one. So the only two fitness magazines I bought in the last two years have the same article in them. <laughs> They're both by Martin? The same article. Well, the exact same the article. The Bruce Lee workout. They just took it and put it but into that's another 2.0. one. Yeah, so is this one. Oh. <laughs> so they just took the same article and put it, published it again two years later. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So don't buy fitness magazines. Is my story. No, it's just kind of neat. Like so, Martin Rooney was my uh, mentor, and then uh, I met a lot of guys through him. And um, do you guys have anyone that you uh, kind of follow or learn from uh, via internet? Or via, I know, Mandy, you take a lot of uh, classes in your studying, so you do a lot of anatomy anyways. Yeah. And you've progressed and, and grown into more of a mobility-type person. Uh, yeah, I do a little bit of that. A little bit. <laughs> no, Half hour every day. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. do a little bit of mobility. <laughs> <laughs> I do a little bit yeah. of mobility. <laughs> We're three different levels. Yeah. I try to learn it all, really. I like this career because there's always something to learn and yeah. you can progress with it. So it's And you got to weed through the bullshit on the internet a lot of times. Yes. That's there's a lot of crap out there. There really is. Yeah, it's just, well, let's throw these things together because it looks cool and we don't really know what we're working, but yeah. it's different, so let's put it on there. <laughs> Britt, what about you? I did Mandy answer your question? Yeah. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't say she had a mentor. Oh, yeah, I didn't oh. say I had a mentor. Um... I would say right now I usually follow a lot of kettlebell lifters, so um, I would say I try to learn a lot of technique from there, so a lot of European lifters, I, yeah. yeah, like Abby Johnson, I watch a lot of hers, Kim Fox. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Britt? Well, I follow a lot of people on Instagram, but yeah. remember, I was your apprentice, so you were my mentor. Uh, no, I got. I know that was a little sappy, but... No, no, it's good. I, I accept and so I'll wait for your, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for your article to come out. But almost so. every trainer that comes through here apprentices for a little bit. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just saying I would see something on Instagram and double check with you if it would be legit. <laughs> <laughs> or did, Mandy. You, you weeds or Mandy, yeah. You did, you did get into the, uh, you did get into trying to compete with Travis and I on new internet <laughs> exercises. <laughs> and I did pretty good. Three months later, I found one thing. Yeah, it took you three months to figure out how to actually how it worked. But that leads me to this question uh, called Instagram shit callouts. So here's my shit callout today: the Smith machine squat. <laughs> it is horrible. Maddie and I were talking about that the other What's day. What's the Smith machine? It's a machine. It's like this. I have one right here. Where yeah. the bar is attached to it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's a horrible, horrible squat. It doesn't do much for strength. Rhea uh, Stin actually summed it up the best. She said, Smith machines are good for incline push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you can lower the bar right to where you are. <laughs> That's true. Um, it just doesn't. I see them on Instagram, and it just drives me crazy because there's a lot of frou-frou people on Instagram that... Um, you know, take their picture in the Smith machine like they're really doing squats. They're their matching outfit. Yeah, and they're, they're like, not really doing squats. Yeah. They're um, selling the pants. That's yeah. <laughs> so we need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why that doesn't work. Because it, it doesn't actually engage your core. Yeah, get your core. It's kind of keeping you in a different alignment. You're not oh, really getting strong. Sense. You're not yeah. really getting stronger. It's a frou frou workout. 
Um, I think I learned the word foo-foo from you. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. But anyways, um, I, it just drives me crazy when I see these people on Instagram taking pictures in a Smith squat machine like, oh, I've just really pounded it out today. No, you slid the bar up and down. <laughs> yeah, and then they use them for like donkey kicks, which I guess would work because um, there's concentrated weight. But uh, just an ugly. If you're going to squat, just squat. Get inside a rack and squat. That's the way I look at it. And if you can only squat, you know, 50 pounds, only squat 50 pounds, but do it with a barbell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or don't take, okay, I did 75 on a Smith machine, put 75 on a bar, yeah. and then collapse under You're going to collapse, yeah. Some gyms make the barbell, like, almost, they're too dangerous. That's what I, like, the other gym that I went to was, like. Tell the story. Because they're not at a training yeah. center. Yeah. Did you ever tell the story about Ryan going to that gym in Regina and what they said to him? Oh, the chain one, yeah. yeah. Ryan Godslick, yeah. So, uh, I don't know if you guys heard this. So his wife was having a baby, so he decided he was going to go and train at the gym that gives you pizza, and it's purple. And it's uh, Are you no, remaining it nameless? Yeah, I have you to. You have I to. You get sued. You know, over the last year, I've been sued so many times that I'm really cautious <laughs> what I actually oh, say. Oh, so you're going to have to beep out when I named a gym? No. No, that's a Christian organization, isn't it? <laughs> it's some sort of public organization. Anyways, um, so they he met with three different people because he's a bigger guy. And he said, well, I just want to get a lift in. My wife's having a baby. And he met with three different people, and they all said, you know that you can't uh, lift heavy here. There's no grunting. There's no dropping the weights. There's no thing. So to me, that's not really a gym. That's like a social club, <laughs> right? Like you go there, and you're just hanging out. Um, I heard the same gym said you can't wear tank tops. Really? Yeah. Like men can't or women? No, women. Why? Because they don't want you. They want everybody to not be feel self conscious if their muscles don't look as good. That's. I, I just don't even want to get into that. <laughs> I have a uh, call out that I hate on Instagram. Okay. It's that big. At they mark it as like at home workouts. The big with the colored containers and all of that different stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, for more the. This is how you portion control. You fit it all into this container. Yeah, that program. Um, the before <laughs> and after pictures that those coaches take drive me nuts because their programs are like six weeks long and they push their bellies out to make them look yeah. bigger. And then six weeks later, they're the skinniest, happiest people ever. That really pisses me off. And then six weeks after that, they're, they've gained 25 yeah. <laughs> and, then and then they're back to pushing their bellies out the next week later for the new program. Do you know, do you guys know this, that, um... Those supplement pitchers, you know, so like competitors who push mm-hmm. supplements, do you know that they take those pitchers the day of the of the event, right? Um, so if, if it's a physique competitor or a bodybuilder competitor, so the day that they're on stage, they take their before pitcher or their after pitcher. Then when they're bulking or going back into it, uh, an off season or whatever, that's when they take their before pitchers. Yeah, Did you guys that. know that? Yeah. Hmm. So like it technically it's correct but technically it doesn't mean the drug did that right, right. so uh, that's what she looked like or he looked like on stage absolutely and this is what they normally look like <laughs> that's what it that there before afters are i didn't i didn't realize that until um i think someone offered me to do a photo shoot for a supplement <laughs> company or something <laughs> no that's stipulations got you yeah stipulations <laughs> got me um and you guys have any things on instagram shout outs that 
irritate you as a coach? Um, hmm. Other than the, yeah, gimmicky exercises. I think maybe coming from a kettlebell sport perspective, I think kettlebell swings are one of the most <laughs> butchered exercises. Oh, yeah, so uh, yeah. I really get a kick out of how many people are trying to teach a proper swing and they're squatting or... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That would be a big one for me. <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre too because once we got in the kettlebell sport world and you see how it is for conditioning or workouts and then you see what they do on the internet, it's it's frustrating. But I mean, the good thing is people are moving. So if you're listening, you 39 people that are listening, it's not saying that you, know, you can't post something on Instagram. What it's saying is uh, there's so many people posting crap on Instagram to just try and get people to watch them. Right, right, or to buy into that program or whatever. Like, I would say if you have somebody and they have four or 500,000 followers, they're probably not somebody you want to follow. Like, I find some of the better strength and conditioning coaches out there have maybe one to 2,000 followers and they're putting out good content. Like, they're not there for, for yeah, yeah. to get the paycheck from it, really. There's right. just, there's just, as a coach, it's just hard to convince your client it's a lifelong process yep. right um uh, you, you didn't get get fat overnight you're not going to get in shape overnight and i use the word fat not to fat shame anybody but that's the blunt of it mm-hmm. people say they're fat well you didn't get that way overnight and you're not going to get into shape overnight right um and people don't realize that working out is is a daily thing but really uh it's your food your sleep, it's so much more than just working out. And it's hard to convince people that because when you first sign up with a client, as soon as you're like, you're like the guy who pulled up in the ocean, they've been drowning and you throw them that lifeline and then they're just saying, okay, well, I'm going to be with you for two hours a week. You're going to make me fabulous. Well, that's, that's not the case, right? Yeah. A, they're looking at it as a lifeline and they're looking, oh, give me two hours a week and you're just going to make me great. Well, you got to do 168 hours worth of stuff a week. It's not just two, two days a week. Two hours a week, right, Amber? Yeah. Okay. I feel like this is our therapy session. <laughs> All right. Um, on to uh, one of my favorite segments. It's called the Hidden Food Scam. You guys got a hidden food scam today? Um, I would say mine would be eating out in the aspect that a lot of times people will pick a vegan or vegetarian option because all people that know me well know I was vegan for about seven or eight years. Um, so that I didn't I, know that, so I okay. obviously don't know you <laughs> Obviously you don't know her that well. <laughs> well, we don't hug, so I don't know what, yeah, I don't I know what level Mandy and I are at. Super private person. <laughs> Mandy and I have hugged. Yeah, I know. That's going to be the status <laughs> We've high five, so we're moving up. Her daughter doesn't talk to me, but she's hugged me twice. And Vienna's talked to me, so I guess. <laughs> I've forced her into a hug. Vienna's hugged you? No. No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, she won't talk to you, but she hugs yeah, you? Yeah, she'll hug you. Is Vienna a hugger? No, she's just like your mother. <laughs> <laughs> they handshake. Morning. Morning, Mom. Morning, daughter. <laughs> it's not Mom, it's Mother. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she probably calls you Mandy. This is uh, Mandy. <laughs> Mandy, is Tyson, is Tyson taking me to school today? <laughs> we should video my wife yeah. one day. Uh, so should I call it Uber this morning? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, back to your hidden yeah, food, the totally vegan stuff. Yeah. Vegan so, food. 
You, I would go to a restaurant and order a vegetarian burger or something, or, you know, a lot of people think, okay, there's more vegetables in this, and so then I punched into an app one day, and 60 grams of fat, which is basically three quarters of my daily intake. So a lot of times people think vegan, vegetarian, okay, more vegetable servings. No, you can still get just as much fat and trans fat in that as you could a regular. Are you a numbers yeah. watcher? Um, like uh, for, your food? for a couple, I would say maybe twice a year I watch just to make sure my eyeballing is where it should be. Or but you eat the same pretty much all year round. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty consistent. Yeah. So you eat meat now? Yes. <laughs> protein. Lot, Look lot, at her arms. A lot of protein now. Why did you change from that? Because I couldn't get enough protein. Oh, okay. Um, legumes like chickpeas, and it just wasn't enough at all. Unless I would take like four or five scoops of vegan protein, which I have yet to find one that tastes okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. pretty bad. So, yeah, I just couldn't get enough. Because even right now, like when I'm in a strength building phase, if I need 300 grams, that's hard to get in some chickpeas. But even on your Instagram, uh, what is it, at Kitty? KB Mandy? Yeah. Uh, you have some food stuff on there that you make. Yeah, right? I love to cook, which is a good thing, because really, as far as I'm concerned, the best thing you can do is cook your own food as much as possible so you know what's in it. But Yeah, I just had this discussion with a, with a client that I've had for years. Uh, she asked me a supplement question, and I was like, no. That means you're not eating properly. Yeah. Like, to me, give give all you can through your food first, and then... You know, if you need to add on after that, that's one thing. But yeah. I, I do notice on your on your Instagram that you do have some because you do have like uh, dessert type things too. You throw out there sometimes, or I call them dessert. They're not <laughs> they're not like my my ego brown sugar <laughs> butter, which I hear are going to be a hit. So. They are. Hit I'm not a gourmet baker by any means, but no, I can sometimes throw together. I don't know breakfast cookies or. That's actually sometimes where I stick with the vegan thing is the baking because I'll make brownies out of chickpeas and all that tasty stuff. <laughs> was wow. it because you were concerned of the animals or was it just yeah. you like, oh. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're the squirrel thing. What's right? your Instagram? They can follow you on your Instagram yeah. and your battle just with, the, with the, with uh, the, uh, with the, the squirrel yeah. saga yesterday. It's, it's fortunate you made it this week. <laughs> The run-in with the yeah, squirrel. It's not over yet. <laughs> Britt, what's your hidden uh, food scam? Um, well, this is not going to sound super uh, insightful, but I always used to eat Greek yogurt, and I thought that I'm eating Greek yogurt, so that's the best, but I was eating vanilla Greek mm -hmm. yogurt, and that is, has so much sugar that it was almost, um, well, it wasn't good. Counterproductive. So, yeah. Yeah. So when I switched to plain yogurt, I really, truly did notice a difference. Yeah, but, and that, that's the whole thing. Like, it's, it's those little hidden things that people get caught on all the time, mm -hmm. right? And, um, and then, like, I can't believe I'm gaining weight. Well, you're just eating sugar all day long. Or just, like, little <laughs> things. And it's, like, um, I'm no food expert. But little things that I didn't know, like, juice has so much sugar. Like, yeah. just watching yeah. out for stuff like that and being, like... Do you, do you use anything to sweeten your Greek yogurt? Like, I use those drops. So I have, like, plain Greek yogurt now, but there's, like, those drops that you can buy at, like, whole, whole food stores or organic stores I, or whatever. Uh, I only eat Greek yogurt in my smoothies because I can't stand the plain 
taste of it. Oh, well, you should try the yeah. drops. Oh, look at it. I learned something today. What is it? The drops? Well, I don't like know. Like stevia what... or truvia, you mean? Something. I don't know. When what I'm... kind of, what do they? Well, we're really pushing this segment. <laughs> <aren't we? laughs> Do you know that thing well, no, that I took I'm... that was really good? Um, yeah, I got it at this store. I'm not sure what it's called, Some but everybody should, everybody should everybody should use it. I like those Greek yogurt That's drops. what she said. She said those drops that, like, sweeten you just put, like, one or two in. Oh, okay. I would say it's it was, probably stevia. It wasn't a stevia. Is that bad or good? Nope. Stevia is fine, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think, anyway. Brett, you took your nutrition uh, with your personal training. How do you How do you feel you're doing with that? Good. It's still a lot to learn. Yeah. So... Right. Are you a numbers person? No, I don't count numbers myself. No. Yeah. What about your clients? Do you guys do? Well, I, I know Mandy little, does some nutrition yeah, and stuff with I've her clients. I only just started because I only just completed it. So. Yeah. I I do nutritional stuff with my clients, but it's just numbers. It's not like I don't tell them what they what's good to mm-hmm. eat or not. I just give them numbers to watch, and I expect them to understand if it's bad. And then when I monitor them online, then I can hammer them. I don't usually, well, my course said start not to, yeah. my course said not to like start with numbers right away no. because people get overwhelmed yeah. and just to, no, I agree. Yeah. It's the same yeah. as get them into a routine yeah. first and then make it a lifestyle it. instead of making it like, you know, like I'm going to do this diet and then yeah. I can't hold on to it. No, exactly. And that's what we really preach is lifestyle change. So can we talk about diet? Or no. You want to talk about my diet or what? <laughs> What's that, what, suit, what kind of uh, diet do you want to talk well, about? Well, it's just thinking, like, when I took my course, they you had to research different diets. And so um, the big thing right now is the keto diet. Yeah. And I have a client who did it, and she ended up feeling way worse. And, and gaining weight? Yeah. And then, so, like, but this is the big thing. Yeah. And so I went to a store today, and on their window, it was just like, we have stuff for the keto diet. Yeah. And, uh, um... I don't so know. Like keto no, is no carbs or low carbs. Yeah, like you can get like the keto food. high fat. Yeah, it's high, no high fat, high protein. No, carbs. I don't know the exact numbers, but I think honestly, it's under fifty grams of carbs a day. It's very low. Yeah, and 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 it's a proven fact. You need sixty to ninety for your brain to function normally. That's what I also like. A lot of people think, "Oh, I'm just not going to have carbs," and yeah. I'm like, "Well, no, you need carbs. You so, need sugar for your yeah. brain to operate." Yeah. Or else you get in a fog, or people get yeah. tired. Or, well, if you're on a keto diet, I don't understand how you can even work out. That's probably why. Yeah, she couldn't. She was just like terrible. she felt awful, and so. Yeah, I'm. You know, I, I get I get upset. I never argue. I have a client that is that. Well, she says she's doing keto, and you know who you are if you're listening. <laughs> Uh, is it you, Amber? No, no, I could never give up my carbs. Yeah, no, you're a carboholic. Um, I'm the opposite of the keto diet. But but she kind of goes back and forth. It's tough to do. And the thing is, is that, you know, I like coffee, and I can't have a stick of butter in my coffee. That bowl of coffee, oh, my God. She brought butter me one. Butter coffee? Yeah. Oh, it's called a bowl sick. of coffee. And uh, what it does is it really makes you not want to eat for the whole day. Um, it's popular, bowl of coffee. She brought me one, and... <clears throat> like you just have coffee and stick a stick of butter in it? Uh, a certain amount of butter in it, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, but anyways, uh, hey, if that's what you're trying out there, all 39 of you, you're probably not. Because if you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance you're not doing keto. But <laughs> there's, um, I think it's just more important that they eat healthy yeah. and, and do, their, do their stuff. Like you can't, the diets are, are ridiculous. You have to do what's right for you, but... Problem with a diet is normally you gain more weight after you come off it because it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. 
So why not just eat normal, healthy, and work out, be active? I just find when I do nutrition for people, they're surprised at how much they actually can eat. Like everybody just has this concept that I just need to mm-hmm. severely restrict my calories, the whole gotta have more energy going out than going in but or i can eat once a day and eat mm-hmm. all my calories and then you're really yeah but then you can then you say to someone listen just build more muscle and you'll burn more fat in a resting state and they're like well that just seems difficult what do you like you can lose weight sitting there doing nothing if you have more muscle mm-hmm. like because it'll burn your energy is going to burn more because muscles take more to burn and people are just like oh that just seems too hard so you'd rather stay chubby and not have muscle and then have to do twice as much to burn fat like it's a weird concept but people just won't it's hard for them to buy into it but if you give them a uh oh this will help you lose 20 Mm -hmm. pounds they'll buy it right away and then they go they're happy they're on instagram with their 20 pound weight loss and then six weeks later when they've gained 35 they're not on instagram anymore you know they're blaming something else so it's kind of a shitty thing but it irritates me to no end, just work out and eat normal. Even if if you're if you're just eating eighty percent, you know, quit eating crappy. Yeah. You know, give yourself a little bit. But. I was gonna say like, I, and lots of people think they can never have anything unhealthy too. And I don't know. I found I can have some things unhealthy if I have a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it depends what you're training for, right? But yeah. general population-wise, you don't have to starve yourself to death. No. Some of them do stretch their cheat days into weekends. Oh, yeah. but, um, what do you guys have for cheat days? Because, Mandy, like, you're pretty clean eating. Like, do, do you ever cheat? I like wine. Okay. That would be my cheat. Or um, if I were to cave on anything, it would, I would grab chocolate if I was going to have something to... But. I have a few things, if you'd really like. <laughs> yeah. What? I really love chicken fingers and fries. Um, That's my staple. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> and I like uh, five cent candies <laughs> a lot. Um, and cookies. No, I don't actually like cookies. But when I make good cookies, I like them. And chocolate. So, yeah, I like treats. <laughs> you, ever, you ever have, I have clients that bring me unhealthy stuff all the time. I tried to give you a cookie the other day and you're like, no. I don't trust you yet. I don't know what you could have put in it. <laughs> It was, it was healthy oats. Uh, yes, yeah, I don't trust that stuff. Um, okay, so favorite workout for yourselves and for to give to your clients? Like, where's your staple to go with your clients? Let's start there. My staple. Hmm. Do you base all your workouts off the big three? For strength, I, I do, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I'll build accessories around it. Um. What's the big three? Bench, deadlift, deadlift and squats. Okay. Well, that's kind of a lie. I'm not a big bench person. <laughs> no, no. I do more. I'm not a big bench like person that. either. And you're a client of mine. You know I'm not a big bench person. I'm more of a dumbbell or an overhead person too. But, yeah. uh, we found that out But we'll have a week. big arm movement anyway. <laughs> yeah. You guys did my some programs <laughs> still last week. I think I have like shoulders as well. Yeah, that's funny you say that because uh, Ryan and I just had this conversation too. Because especially with baseball players, the big thing is to stay away from bench pressing. Yeah. Um, I don't. I've just never been a bench press guy. I don't know why. I do it lighter the odd time, but honestly, all the overhead mm-hmm. and extension you do in kettlebells, I'll go to a bench, and it's not for me. My mobility does not work. It 
hurts my shoulder. That yeah. just doesn't work. So I guess it depends on your mm-hmm. goals or what you're doing. But so maybe too, because I'm not the best at it. I don't do it a lot with my clients either. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're you're in the same mindset as I am. That if I don't do it, I don't. I don't like to push my clients into it. What about you, Brett? Uh, well, when I first started working out, I liked the ones where you would have a certain number of exercises and a certain number of reps you had to do in an amount of time uh-huh. um, because I like to beat people. <laughs> uh, but then now I like, I like doing the big three, and it's fun when uh, your clients like can deadlift, and they're like, this is awesome, and you feel like you've taught them proper form, and you see them getting stronger, and yeah, those are so now it's strength. But before it would have been. It depends on the client too. Yeah, I'm a I'm a push pull guy, so my my workouts most of our clients are three days a week, right? So push pull and then and then a cardio or a metabolic workout is my staple. But what do you guys um, do? You split your days up differently. Like I'm a push pull, so I'm not a body split person. It's no. full body i like to hit every muscle group and every workout for myself and my clients and then i'm like you in the sense that i like to do a couple strength and then a couple metabolic days i love programming conditioning yeah. <laughs> i do too i found yeah. that out yeah. on yeah. sunday yeah. <laughs> when and i like to try them myself so that i know yeah. when the point is that you're yeah yeah, to mentally to push through. yeah, yeah. and yeah. i love emoms those are probably my favorite things to program for clients too. every minute's on the minutes yeah yeah um, yeah, I, I don't know. I love conditioning. I love programming conditioning and I love coaching conditioning more than I do strength, I, especially with athletes too. Cause yeah. when it's a challenge, like they got to really yeah. push through it, you know how it's like a race yeah. <laughs> pushing through those cardio days. Yeah. Jesus, man, you're a hard worker. <laughs> I take a lot of breaks. This is, this is, uh, Amber's, uh, Mike, I like those 35 minute things when you go away and I just do them. <laughs> your grinds you love doing grinds and not having a coach watching you yeah yeah i secretly have watched you and you do work better when you're by yourself yeah you don't usually take breaks um uh, most embarrassing moment i know we got to wrap it up i got to work out with razor do you got a client coming up i gotta do some kettlebells oh yeah i have to make some phone calls yeah you gotta do some phone calls. um favorite uh or sorry most embarrassing moment so from a coaching perspective because uh-huh. uh, I got a good coaching perspective embarrassment. Uh, but uh, what about from your own personal workout embarrassments? Do you guys have any? Uh, Britt, I know you got to have one. I don't know. I think I do, but I don't know. Losing to Mike in a race? No. That wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't embarrassing. How is that not embarrassing? You <laughs> lost to a 47 year old guy who's fat. Fa- I mean, <laughs> fat. I'm freakishly fat. <laughs> You're freakishly fat. <laughs> oh my For an old guy. Like yeah, saying. like everybody in the gym's jaw dropped with how fast you can run. Like who saw that coming? I was. I did track and field in high school. <laughs> I, I don't mean this as a smash, but that's hard to believe. <laughs> I, I, you might not have meant Does it like that. Is his name Martin Rooney? Martin Rooney, yeah. yeah. Did he make his workouts after you? No. <laughs> <laughs> but Martin's... Philosophy is lift heavy and sprint. 
That's what his all his programming is based on, lifting, heavy, and sprint. And the TFW program is a really good program. You guys, you did it, Britt. I know you did. And you started doing a razor. Um, it's really ineffective. We just got away from that franchise because it wasn't mm-hmm. uh, working for us financially. But uh, the principles of training for warriors were unbelievable. And what I learned from Martin and that group is is what I still base my training on today. Um, you took that certification, didn't yep. you? Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's just a really neat philosophy. He's he's a really smart guy. Martin's a really smart guy. He understands, you know, how to program and how to be effective. And he's a real motivator. Like, you talk to him. Yeah, and, he, he and, has high energy, though. Yeah, high energy. I don't talk like that. Yeah, <laughs> he's high energy. Even when like, you're just having a conversation with him, he's high energy. And you want to do it. Anyways, back to the embarrassing moments. Way to, way to distract there. <laughs> so losing to me was an embarrassing moment. That's cool. Uh, Mandy, any embarrassing moments? Uh, I don't know about embarrassing, but I've definitely had disappointing ones. <laughs> <laughs> my first year doing kettlebells, I think, was disappointing. My first year on World's Platform. But um, otherwise... What about from your clients? Has have your clients ever had an embarrassing moment? Uh, well, I had one client where she um, was squatting. We were doing an endurance set. I think she was doing like twenty or twenty-five of them, and I was having a drink of water. And all of a sudden, I looked down, and she's stuck at the bottom. <laughs> she's not coming up. <laughs> you need me to get the bar off your back? How long have you been there? <laughs> yeah, the belt squat. I've seen people get stuck in the belt squat as well. Well, I didn't think I needed to really spot her. It was a lighter weight. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, I don't know. I just can't <laughs> <stuck>. get up. <laughs> the client fart is always the most embarrassing. You got oh, yeah. to ignore them that they, they farted. I don't know. You ignore them? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say anything to them. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you just kind of move on. Move yeah. away. And then move, move away. On. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if... Uh, most clients will laugh. My most embarrassing was when I had <laughs> sent some young kids... They weren't that young, but they said they had a treadmill at home. So I was like, okay, I'll be right up. And somehow something went wrong and she came down and the whole side of her face was like treadmill. She did the, the treadmill yeah. burn. Oh, and okay. so, but her parents were very good about it. I'm so thankful. But I now never let any <laughs> use on the treadmill without me right there. Amber, in this segment, have you ever used a treadmill? <laughs> yes, I have used a treadmill. The first time I did a treadmill hurricane, you guys like put mats around it. So if I did fall, yeah, because we felt that you were gonna pass. Yeah, obviously, because I've never seen you do that for anybody. <laughs> You're special. Yeah. You're like a princess. We didn't want to hurt you. Yeah. So this, you can ask Amber if she's ever done whatever. Ever, Amber, have you ever as a workout or as a person? And then she has to answer because she's the client. Like, you want us to do that right now? Yeah, oh. yeah. Get a question for her. Amber, have you ever? Oh, dear. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, but on a side note, Amber commented on how she's only ever been to one. Was it one class that you've gone to? Yeah. yeah. I was there. I was with you. <laughs> and, I... and you scared me. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I read that, I was like, I know she never came back. No, it was because Mike was gone. Because you still, guys were cheering too loud. Yeah, you were still coaching at the time, so it was like Mike was gone, and I had to jump in. And what was your class called downtown? It was Joe. You guys had a... Oh, is it when we all dressed the same? Yeah. yeah. yeah you guys were like yelling and high-fiving, and I was like... <laughs> we were frou-frou back then. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was Joe's class, right? Joe's group, right? Which Joe isn't frou frou. Weird. No, Joe is. No, not she's fru. not frou frou, but she's no, she's strange. But the guys, class were frou frou, but we did. Yeah, it wasn't when we didn't do as much strength. That was before. But what did you guys call yourselves? You you had the a heat. Heat. That's what you still call it. Yeah, but I thought you guys had a group for your name. Yeah, the heat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now he's going to change the class. Yeah. <laughs> well, I gave Joe the name Heat when she was looking for a class to do. And, and now we've just continued. That's our signature class, high energy athletic training. Heat. Did you make that up? Yes. Oh. You thought that was a commercial name. Yeah, I did. You made that up? Yeah. Oh. I, that's why I never know what it stands for. High energy athletic training. <laughs> you thought we just picked the name Heat for something? No, I knew it had like meaning. Yeah, well, that was Joe's. So I gave her that to start because she likes CrossFit and she wanted a combination type class. And now it's kind of evolved into more half strength and conditioning and half. You know, my most embarrassing moments come from you when you send me into a class with no disclaimers. Like when I had to go do the strength and conditioning class and I'm like, oh, we'll just do what's on the board. And it was some sort of like metabolic workout. And one of them's like, we're a strength crew. <laughs> and I'm like, well, duh, I knew that. <laughs> That's how you learn, man. That's how you adapt. Well, what do these people do? They use bands. Yeah. And they no, walk. <laughs> you, listen, you misunderstood me. I I'm said like, they walk on the, the treadmill. Hour? This is the heart patients. They walk on the treadmill. They stretch with bands, and then they do a circuit. You stopped after bands. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, this is what we do. And I was like, wow, I feel like an idiot. And Mike is like, well, that's how you learn. Yeah. You got to adapt. Yeah. yeah. You never know. Well, here's the thing. I, I have what I want to do with my clients throughout the week. But if they come in, I'll change it automatically. So you have to learn to adapt yeah. right away because well, sometimes they're heart patients. I didn't want yeah. to adapt too much. <laughs> Good thing you know CPR. <laughs> That's why I give those to you guys. Yeah. I don't want to have to do mouth to mouth with anybody. <laughs> you always told me if I fainted, you'd just drag me outside. That's my rule. You'll you'll wake up outside, and you were never here. Yeah. <laughs> you worked. You somehow you pass out on the sidewalk. <laughs> Um, luckily, I've never had to do that. Okay, uh, we're wrapping up, getting close. Inspirational quote, quotes. Do you guys have any? Or what's your inspirational stuff that you talk to your clients about? Or do you have a model besides get fit with Brett? I think those people that know me well. <laughs> You're not much of an inspirational, an inspirational quote. quote. I always have inspirational <laughs> quotes. And people roll their eyes. And so... And I often misquote them, so then it's, like, way less inspirational. Or I found if somebody's wearing, like, one of those shirts, like, say, you got this, I just go, you got this. And that works, too. So. You just repeat back to them what they got on their shirt? <laughs> it's a great reminder. Yeah, so they never wear it. Again. Yeah. No, I don't know. I just look at clients with disappointment then. <laughs> I always tell them. I expected them, more. The one I like to use the most, let me get it right, is, wait. Your mind, yes, your mind oh my God, will this. quit faster than your body will. Oh. Like somebody wrote that on a wall once, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Bathroom wall, right with my phone number right beside it. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Razor, what's your quote today? I don't have one. Like, what are you bringing to the table here today? <laughs> I don't know. 
You're supposed to be standing up for all the clients out there. All these clients that are listening, all 39 of them are probably going to be like, she's not even standing up for us today. Why not? Because you're letting us trainers dominate. Well, I'm just, I'm just here to learn. <laughs> <laughs> no, as I said last week, the the uh, photo that we use is much prettier with you in it than me. <laughs> today I wore makeup because I knew Britt. We didn't take a. <laughs> Britt always wears makeup. That's not true. I don't wear it when I go to sleep. You wear it. When you wear it now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen. You I work, work out, out in the middle of the day. I'm not wearing makeup. <laughs> I've, I've never, never worn makeup I've in never, my life. I've never seen you not wear makeup at the gym. Oh, I, I used to not wear makeup when I had to do those wonderful early morning classes. Yeah. Because no one would be here. Uh, <laughs> well, um, I'm pretty sure the people at the gym have seen me in my worst conditions. That sweater you wear to work out is just <laughs> god-awful. Now Natasha wears a sweater to work out. I'm like, this is a trend. It's ugly. My god Anyways, uh, we didn't take a picture. Well, just wait. Especially, uh, here's the other thing that I was thinking of today. It's not very often um, that you see, like Mandy came in the other day, like uh, on her day off. Oh yeah. With her hair done and uh, makeup and clothes, like uh, like jeans and stuff. And it's weird when you see someone that you work with every day, but we always wear sweat stuff or gym stuff when you see them. I have something to say about that. I went for breakfast at the spa, and one of Matt's clients was there. And she came over to me and said, I just want to let you know you look really nice. <laughs> and I was wearing jeans. <laughs> and my hair is down. And I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. Because they don't see you. Yeah. They don't see you anymore. Also, I didn't know you weren't wearing makeup. But I put a bit of mascara on and call it a day. <laughs> I don't even do that. I just wow. like, and sometimes I don't comb my hair. As you can tell, my hair is getting longer. I'm Your growing beard? it. No, my hair. On top of my head. Oh, <laughs> Do you, your beard's do you like shampoo the beard? Yes, I did today. Yeah. Feel it, so. No, I don't want to. No, it looks coarse, actually. What? No, it's nice. <laughs> red dog, it looks coarse. <laughs> red dog? Where did she get red dog from? You're not, I heard that's, that people with beards, like, have lots of bacteria. Dirty, yeah. Like, fecal matter in your beard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I heard that. I did, too. Like, beards are How would you get fecal matter in your know. beard? That's just wrong. Like, you have dogs. <laughs> Okay. Do you when think you they the poop bathroom? in my face? Is that what you, like, we're laying around the office and I say, hey, come poop on my face, dog? Like, no, but th- you know what they say, like, when you go to the bathroom, you're supposed to close the lid, so, because then the bacteria comes out of the toilet and, like, lands on your toothbrush and stuff, so now it lands on your beard. How is the bacteria, man, bacteria sneak? I don't sit in the bathroom for hours at a time. I don't, I don't, I don't get that whole statement right there. Like, who, who sits in the bathroom for hours at a time? You should look it up, though. Beards are the dirtiest things. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. It makes you awesome. It makes you awesome. And uh, I think women find it attractive. I think you're speaking to the wrong crowd. <laughs> yeah. <here. laughs> Okay, well, that's just what I heard. Um, well, maybe I'm maybe I'm making a beard so I don't get hit on as much. Right. I, this is really off topic, but what's your inspirational quote? Well, I just not really inspirational today. My my advice today is, uh, especially because we got trainers on, is sometimes you just have to say no to clients. Sometimes clients will take advantage of you, and you it's a tough thing. Um, 
but you got to say no to them once in a while. And it's tough for trainers to do like that. You just say no. Yeah. A lot of times clients will take advantage of, of trainers. Right. And so you got to say no. Right. I'm getting better at Amber. Yeah. Am I not? Like, how do they take advantage? Sometimes they don't pay for like long periods of time. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's a tough situation as a trainer because you, you want to keep the client, you want to help them. But at the same time, you still want to pay your bills. Yeah. And it is awkward to say, hey. Yeah, you don't want to bury them. Yeah. 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 My inspiration is you can also tell your trainer to fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You do that quite often. (laughs) One time. There was a time where I get told to fuck off before 6 a.m. more than anybody else in the world. Yeah. I've told you to fuck off a few times. Matt, one time, I told to fuck off and I left. (laughs) It pissed me off. Yeah. When he was filling well, in for me, Amber's never told me that. So yeah. You've never you either. In. You don't. I, I don't think I've ever trained. I, yeah, oh, I, don't, no, I don't think I've trained. I heard you don't let anybody train you, but Matt might. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why haven't you given me a chance? We've bonded because you're fru fru. I'm not anymore. Uh, uh, no, Amber's pretty adamant about what she likes and what she doesn't like. But your client should be right. But that's the whole thing. Like. I always ask my clients if they want someone else to fill in, and some of them will say sure, and then others will say no because they just get set in their ways, right? And yeah. sometimes they just want to take a break too. But uh, I think from a trainer's perspective, and clients should understand this, it's not easy to ask them for money all the time. It's not easy to put yourself out there and say, you know, you owe me money, or it's not easy to go and get clients, mm-hmm. right? Like... Um, and you're selling yourself. And they want instant results. And yeah. Results sometimes yeah. you have to be honest. And sometimes it's okay as a as a client. Like clients will fire trainers, right? And it's okay for trainers to fire clients if it's not a match and it's not worth coming to gym. Then it's time to get rid of them. Mandy, you do have a quote. What? The one where you say, um, "Remember, I'm not great at quoting quotes." Where you say, "I'm not here to be your your friend." No, I say that to my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm not here to li- make you like me. I'm here to. Britt, you are correct. You are terrible <laughs> at. You taught me this. I wrote it down one Maybe time. Maybe I just said it to you. Yeah. I'm not here for you to like me. I'm here for you. Oh, I've said that to my classes a few times. What is yeah, it? They yeah. I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I swear I wrote the quote down because I was like, that's a real great quote. But I don't think it's, I'm not here to make you not like me. But this is why. I can't see you ever saying that. No. (laughs) But. uh, What about me? Could I say it? No, what's mine? Mine is. uh, uh, It's on the wall out there. Shut up. I'm your trainer. I'm your trainer. I appreciate your argument, but it's invalid. No, it's. I got it. I did write it down. Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) jeez. It's nothing like anything I said. (laughs) You might be known as the worst. Quote person ever, and that should be your hand. You should put that on your business card. So, as a client of Brits, please bring a notebook. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. on your business card, you should put, "I, I am very inspirational with quotes that I don't understand." Quotes, (laughs) and and they're going to be wrong. No, okay, Mandy, it's I like you, but I'm not here to make your life easier. It's close to that. It's better than you telling them that you don't like them. So, (laughs) I I do. I like all my clients, but yeah. (laughs) I'm not here to give you easy workouts, and they all know that. <laughs> that might be uh, that might be something that you probably say to Tyson too. No, <laughs> I like you. <laughs> I like you, but I'm not going to make your life any easier. <laughs> uh, I, what I like about the women that 
that are with Team Red Goat. Um, and they volunteer their husbands all the time. You volunteered Jaden all the time. Mandy volunteered Tyson the other day. <laughs> T used to volunteer Grant all the time. Yeah. Oh, Grant will do that. Oh, and okay. her kids too. Yeah, <laughs> they'll do it. Nolan will pick the shit up. Yeah, <laughs> Nolan will go pick up the dog poop. Um, okay, so uh, really good. And for our clients out there, you got to weed through all the stuff. But uh, there's some good stuff in there today. <laughs> Uh, Brit's inspiration of quotes, um, you know, Mandy's affection that she shows people. I think there's just a great, don't get close to Mike's beard. Apparently I got poop in my beard. Uh, that's weird. Somehow I got poop in my beard. So that could be my embarrassing. I was at the gym and I had poop in my beard. That could be my embarrassing moment daily. Yeah. I don't, Not just at the gym, everywhere you go. <laughs> you gonna, might have other people's poop in your beard. <laughs> I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt. Uh, hi, I'm Mike. I got poop in my beard. Uh, would you train with me? When I, would you train with this guy? He's got poop in his beard. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, like I like to say, We're uh, have no clients. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our followers are going down to like my five. 39 listeners went down to three. So it's going to be easier on my sign-off because now my new sign-off is, you guys remember that show? I think it was Romper Room. And she used to look in that mirror and say, I see you, Steven. I see you, Brittany. No, no. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think it's called Romper Room. Look it up on YouTube. It's on the internet there. But uh, So that's my new thing. I just go like this. Um, thank you, insert your name here, for listening and being part of our podcast. See, then they put their own name in there and they think that I'm signing off to them individually. So when you pause like that, please insert name here. I'm supposed to say my name? No, if you were listening at home, you'd say your own name. So like if you're at home and I'd say, well, thank you for listening. And then you in your head, you go, Brittany. And then you think that I was talking to you. (laughs) I'm sure I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, why didn't you say thank you someone? Because I don't know who's all listening. And I probably could look up the 39 people and just thank them individually. Uh, I know Tamara listens. Does she? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and then that, that segment's sponsored by... Uh, today it's, it's Coca-Cola. No. Who's, who's a big one? Uh, Coca-Cola's pretty big. <laughs> yeah. I think Walmart's sponsoring us now. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Walmart. <laughs> Maybe they'll just sponsor us. I worked with a guy at Notre Dame who got fired three times and just kept going to work. One time he never got, he never got paid for six months and kept going to work and they just rehired him three times. Really? Jimmy Williams. Yeah. He passed away a couple of years ago. He was out there since he was 15 years old at Notre Dame and well, two or three times. I can't remember, but he just kept going to work and then they put him back on the payroll. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, persistent. <laughs> yeah, he just kept going to work, and then finally they put him back on the payroll. It happened twice, at least twice, maybe three times. Like that's, that's a good story. Just keep going. Be persistent. That's a good quote. Brett, you'd fuck that up. <laughs> have a good day. Well, there you have it. Uh, great, great uh, show today. Uh, I felt it was a good one. And uh, my guess were... We're fantastic. We had fun and fantastically funny, fantastically fat, funny, fantastically fat and funny and friendly. Anyways, it was uh, it was a good show. I uh, appreciate uh, Mandy and 
Brett coming on, and again uh, to my buddy Razor for for contributing and being in on the show. Thank you guys, all uh, 39 of you last week, and hopefully we can get up to 42 this week is the goal, um, and get more and more every week. Uh, reminder of the daily three that's out there every day, um, just different exercise combinations that you can do every day at home uh, to enjoy uh, movement and uh, share with friends and people that need to get up and get doing things and can't afford to go to the gym or have no motivation to go to the gym. And please share this podcast. If you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, please do. If you want to subscribe to our uh, podcast channel, please do. Um, We appreciate it. And uh, again, if you want to uh, send us any of your questions or um, have anything that you'd like us to talk about on the show, please send it. And uh, thank you again for listening and thank you for being part of Teacher to Be Fearless, and thank you for just uh, listening and being part of uh, our little health journey here. Hopefully someone uh, gets inspired and can get up and move. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next week.